Could you find an extra $1,600 a month in the household budget if you had to? While that is the sharp end of the cost of living crisis for some Aucklanders, and that's on mortgage payments alone. Westpac has crunched the numbers for the so-called great refixing, and here is the reality check. You bought an average price Auckland home in May 2021 with a 20% deposit. Now you're coming off a fixed home loan. Your new mortgage interest rate is now on average more than two times what you've been paying or close to an extra, extra $1,600 a month in home loan repayments. And thousands more homeowners are about to reluctantly join the Great Refixing Club. And joining us now is Westpac senior economist Santish Ranchard. Hi there. That was the situation for Auckland. What is it like around the rest of the country? In the rest of the country, we are still looking at some pretty big pressures. House prices do tend to be lower, but even then, that scenario you just gave, homeowners would be looking at around $900 a month more on their mortgage payments. So that is a pretty bite out of a pretty big bite out of most households' disposable incomes. How much uh, are you estimating that people are spending on um, debt servicing? Right now, if you've got a mortgage, you're probably spending around 15 to 16% of your mortgage, of your income on mortgage payments, but that could go up to over 20% over the next year. And in terms of the number of people who are going to roll off fixed mortgages, what are those numbers? I mean, we are looking at a decent chunk of people who are going to be refixing. About 50% of all mortgage holders are going to come up for repricing over the next 12 months. So that is going to be a pretty large share of the population. And what kind of um, interest rates, what have they been stress tested at? And are you seeing more mortgage arrears? Well, normally when you apply for a mortgage, you wouldn't have been tested at those very low rates that were on offer through the pandemic. Chances are you would have been tested at rates that are closer to where we're at now, in that 5 to 6% range, although different lenders all have different requirements. In terms of those arrears, we have seen them starting to creep up, but they're still at pretty low levels. The economy's in good shape. The labour market especially is still pretty tight. That means people have still got some buffers that are helping insulate them from that pain that's coming through from mortgages as well as other living costs. So what's going on with their discretionary spending then? Discretionary spending has actually held up fairly well so far in the back of those strong gains in household incomes, but I think the pressure really is going to come on over the next 12 months. You've already got a cost of living crisis, add on some mortgage pressure, it could be tough times for a lot of families. So household spending I think from your figures was around 9%, was it? Uh, something it's up by about that sort of percentage over the past year or so, yeah. Okay. So are they getting more, more for their money or is the spend up simply because stuff is costing more? I think that latter point is exactly what the story is. For a lot of households, they're having to spend a lot more, but they're getting less bang for their buck, especially for those families who are on lower incomes. They're spending more on those necessities like food and utilities, and that's where we've seen especially large cost increases. And so what are you forecasting in terms of people tightening their belt and the flow-on effects to the economy? So for the average household, as they deal with those cost pressures, we think they are going to wind back their spending over the coming year. If you think about the actual amount of goods that you're taking home on a weekly basis, it's probably going to fall by about 2% over the next few years. That's a pretty big contraction because that's about 60% of the economy that's accounted for by household spending. And I think that'll be an important drag on economic activity over the next couple of years. So worst case scenario from that 2% is what? What do you think the picture will look like? I think we're probably going to see an economy that is 
going sideways over the next couple of years. We are seeing a lot more people come into the country. It's a slowdown from a very strong point. The labour market, as I mentioned, is still in good shape, but it's definitely going to be a softer period of activity over the next couple of years. And before you go, just whip out the crystal ball for a second and tell us what you reckon is going to happen with the OCR. We're forecasting that the OCR is going to remain on hold this week at 5.5%. But I'm pretty cautious about what's going to happen going forward. We've seen overseas inflation taking a long time to dissipate. I think there's a risk that the Reserve Bank might have to do a bit more down the line. But at least this week, that hold decision's looking pretty much in the bag. But even if it is a hold, right, that's still holding at a high rate and people will be hanging out for some relief, won't they? Uh, I think on the interest rate front, those rates are going to remain high for some time. But where we are seeing a bit of relief is that inflation is starting to edge back. It's still at high levels, but the trend there is on the way down. And I think we'll probably see a further easing in inflation over the rest of this year. Good to talk to you. Thank you for your time. That is Westpac Senior Economist Satish Rantrod there.